Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. You on the D Hour Network. I'm your host, Marsha Patterson. I'm going to welcome you to the month of April, April 5th for 2020. I know so many things are happening throughout the world, but tonight I am excited because I have Miss Jane Holmes back on. Jane was a former director for the Living Food Institute, and she's also a professional photographer. I just want to wish uh, thank Jane for taking the time out on this Sunday. Jane, thank you for coming back on the show with me. Thank you, Marcia. It's a pleasure uh, to be with you tonight. And, you know, the reason I asked you back on this show, um, because I know how your heart is about um, educating people about food. As a photographer, you look um, to find the good, but you also have a ministry, excuse me, with your photography and uh, helping people, not just physically with food and things like that, but emotionally. And during this time that, even across the world, so many people are hurting. It even hurts to watch the news, to look at the numbers with the coronavirus and how that is affecting everyone. I wanted to have you back on the show so we can adjust, talk about the issue of people being together in their homes from an emotional stance, from the emotional side of that, and that we want many Americans, and maybe this could be God's way of bringing us back together as a family. But, you know, with so many families, we're so used to having our own space, going in our own direction, not even communicating with each other. So I'm grateful for you coming on the show to kind of give us some insight about joy, love, peace, hope, and how we can have that. So for those who hadn't listened to our previous blog talk, and you can go back and find Jane on some of our previous blog talks, Explain to our listening audience who Jane is, your journey, why you're here, and how we can help each other. Well, thank you, Marcia. Again, it's my pleasure to be with you again tonight. And um, first of all, I do want to say that I truly know that our country, our world, uh, is in a total different state than it has ever been in my lifetime. And that we all worldwide are feeling things that we've probably never felt before. But in what I have done over the past 20 years in working with people with their emotions, um, to understand that all emotions um, end up really working on our health, our physical health. And, you know, it can be for the good or the not so good. And so it's very, very important that we all begin to really recognize and understand the emotions that we are feeling, Uh, fear, anger, resentment, regrets, frustration, whatever that may be, they affect our physical health. And so through the years in teaching this, I have seen people really work through their emotional state that also work to heal their physical state. And at this particular time that we're in, again, the, the amount of emotions that many of us are feeling, it can feel very, very overwhelming. I'm guessing you would agree with that, Marcia. 
Yeah, that it's very it, much it, it so. can just yeah. be very overwhelming for for many people, overwhelming, frustrating, and so in doing this now, I want to just help people. Let's just take a deep breath wherever we are, and just begin to focus on where we are right now. Because I think one of the greatest things I've learned through these last 20 years and working with so many people that I have worked with, understanding that my power is in the present moment. That's all that we have. Whatever happened and wherever all of this started, it's over with. You know, three weeks ago, it's already done. And tomorrow never gets here. For me, if I can always understand, all I have is right now. And it came up for me, actually, one of my lessons came up um, a couple of weeks ago. And I was in my prayers, meditation, and the question came to me, faith or fear? That was yes. the question. yes. Yes, and I and I had to stop and be in that moment and really think about that, and understand. First of all, I believe in God, and I believe that God is in me, around me, and through me, working in my life for good. Even though I may not understand all that's happening right now in this world, I know that God is in me, around me, and through me, working in my life for good. And when it came down to that moment of faith or fear, I realized still, Marcia, taking it to that place of being in the moment, my powers in the present moment, in that moment, I had a choice. I had a choice mm-hmm. to either go to a space of fear or stand in faith. And so I would just encourage everyone just to, again, be in the moment, be present with wherever we are. Um, you know, if, if you're in the home, and a lot of us are obviously in our homes right now, um, you know, how can we be present to every moment and just know that whatever happened yesterday, it really is over with? And how can I stand firm and faith to understand that the greatest thing that I have in this life, and the, for me, the greatest healer for all of us, is love. And understanding yes. that love is at the bottom of this. And so that's been some very interesting things for me to look at at this point. Um, and Marsha, I guess you're familiar with um, some of the acronyms for fear. If I might share a couple of those sure. with you that yes, I've ma'am. learned, uh, there's a couple of them. You know, fear, F-E-A-R. The first one, forget everything and run, and we could do that, <laughs> or face everything and rise. Face oh, everything wow. and rise. You know, I have found it amazing at the amount of creative talent that has come out of all of this at this point. Have you found that to be yes. interesting, Marcia? Yes. You know, yes. Yes. You know yes. that 
I personally, for me, through all of this, I want to look for the good in all of this. And some of the good that I have seen, for me personally, um, people are kinder. I feel that people have gotten kinder with the people that I am around in my neighborhood. You know, we'll stand across the street from each other and talk to each other. You know, and some of my neighbors, you know, it could be a couple of months before I've seen them. But now we communicate more. Right. Right. You know, you're, right. you're, you're, you're kinder when you're going into the parking lot. You're kinder when you've been in the grocery store. You know, you're kinder, kinder to people. Um, and that's been something that's been interesting for me. Uh, even looking at social media, Facebook, I think it's got a lot kinder in many ways um, o- over these last few weeks. Look for the good. The other thing that I, I do truly, truly believe, Marcia, is that our words have power. Yes. Our words yes. have power. You know, in in the word it says, "In the beginning was the word," and I believe that whatever we speak out comes back to us. So I'd like to encourage everyone to really consider what are you thinking, what are the thoughts that you're having, you know, what are the words that you're speaking out? Are your words kinder, you know, to your children, your parents? your coworkers, that, that everybody's scrambling sometimes to figure out how they're going to, um, you know, get their jobs to work. Um, and mm-hmm. some, of course, many, 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 many have lost their jobs. Well, Correct. how can we begin to think about what it is that we do want to begin to put out what we want to manifest back into our life? And the flip side of that is, you know, to to really just know that if we are in a situation and our health is compromised already, um, you know, I, I want to encourage everybody to consider the possibility of really changing how you're thinking about your health. Even if it's the little baby steps to think about, you know, well, I feel a little better today. I feel a little better today. I feel a little better today. You know, and understand that I believe that our cells, our bodies are about our energies and that whatever our thoughts are, our words are, and our feelings and our emotions, that directly affects our health. And so this is an important time for us to be aware of all areas of our life, mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, uh, go back to finishing up your amperments of fear. You was going to uh, break that down. You said uh, F can be fear, uh, forget. Uh, I think you said forget, forget. and run. Mm-hmm. Fear. F- F-E-A-R, forget everything and run. Everything, okay. And that's, that's how fear and- can grip us. You know, let me just run mm-hmm. away from this, you know, and let me just get out of this. Fear, F-E-A-R, forget everything and run. Or face everything and rise. And rise. Got you. Beautiful. So I love can, that. How can I be better? How can I rise above what this 
is going on on the outside of me and to come into a space of internal to know what's the good for me in this? How can I be better every day? And Marsha, again, if that means that I'm kinder to my neighbor, Mm-hmm. Whatever I put out comes back to me. The kindness that I may show to somebody, you know, we're in a situation where, you know, many elders are not able to get out or to go and buy their groceries or if they are, you know, do you pass by somebody that, you know, maybe have needed some help with, you know, getting their groceries in? I don't know what it may be. I don't know how all of us can help, but there's, there are things that we all can do. Um, and I just feel like the fear, when we think about the emotion of fear, um, anger, um, unforgiveness, um, all those things, remember oh, what I said earlier, yeah. they stay, they, they, they manifest in the cells in the body. For instance, uh, anger stores in the okay? Fear stores in the kidneys, and so you know there many many people are familiar with Louise Hay work. Louise Hay's work about emotions, and um, you know if you're dealing with diabetes, if you're dealing with cancer, if you're dealing with uh, you know high blood pressure, whatever it may be, you know what some of the emotional reasons are behind that, um, and how can we begin to look to manifest things differently by how we think and by how we speak. I believe we're in a time ultimately of a global healing. Marsha, that's my yes. personal belief. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Because yes. I believe that we now have, we, we've been in a situation that right now I think things are beginning to um, change around our atmosphere. You know, the pollution mm-hmm. has gotten less. Our oceans are yes. getting better. You know, and if this is a way to help clean up, so to speak, our world, then I'm going to say, for me, I, I, if, I, can't, I can't take care of the whole world, but I can take care of the Jane world. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what is it and, in my world that needs to be taken care of? And, you know, like what you said, that it's a clean, a healing throughout the world. It's kind of like the world is getting a Sabbath, a rest. The air yes. is getting a rest. The land is getting a rest because we pollute and we put so much things out there in the world that's toxic. But I think that is beautiful because... We can put ourselves on overload, and I think for so many years we have been on overload, and I think the heavens are just saying, wait a minute, it's time to rest. And going back to your, um, your, uh, your, your past of your history of you dealing with uh, being a director, a former director from the Living Food Institute, the food we're eating, because I've seen, I was telling my daughter, I said, I truly believe a lot of the people who um really struggling and fighting so hard from outside observation about the coronavirus have already have a um, compromised immune system. 
So the inside is not able to fight and to defend itself. But with the Living Food Institute, talk about food from your previous experience with that and healing from the inside along with our emotions. Because when we went shopping um, before um, Georgia shut down and before some of the other states shut down, we went in Costco. And I made a comment to my daughter. I said, oh, my goodness, all the fruits and vegetables are still on, is still there. But on the shelves, they, all the processed food, all the chemical food, the shelves. So we're comforting ourselves through this crisis with the wrong kind of food. So address that issue a little bit for me. Absolutely. Thank you, Marcia. Um, it's very interesting um, in the situation that we're in now, you're so right. So many times uh, over the last few weeks, you know, the fresh produce may be there, but all the canned goods may be gone. So what what I saw through the years through nutrition was as best as we could do. And when we get through all this, to support everyone and encourage you, really get serious about your nutrition because we're all going to need a major detox getting through this, Marcia. Okay? You know, in in every area of our life, you know. So just think about going through a detox, you know, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So organic is going to be an optimum choice if it's at all possible. I did see that teaching the organic along with the nutrition then being raw and living, meaning not cooking the vegetables. Like instead of cooking the kale or the broccoli or the asparagus, you know, just have it and prepare it raw. And believe me, there's a lot of delicious recipes out there for raw foods. Now the living foods, that part of it, is the sprouted foods like broccoli sprouts, mung bean sprouts. A lot of people may be familiar with alfalfa sprouts, but we usually use more of like the lentil sprouts or the broccoli sprouts. I really, really support that. Really easy to use. Throw it on a salad, make you a smoothie with it. Well, I want to share this with you, Marcia, that Several things that I saw across the board, anyone coming into the center um, that I saw that, that seemed to help nutrition with their nutrition was, first of all, are you drinking enough water? So that would, be, that would be one big thing that we could all be more aware of, especially now here we are, everybody, for the most part, we're at home. Uh, and, you know, just to be aware of, as we go through the day, are we drinking enough water? Second of all, I do really encourage people to be aware of where their sugars are coming from in, in, in all areas. And, you know, it's, it, it's real easy at this time when we get stressed to go to those types of foods, the sugar foods, be it the chocolates or whatever it may be, you know, just to really, you know, absorb ourselves in the sugar. It, it can have that feel good moment, you know, for, for the moment. So be aware of where the sugars are com- coming from. 
the next thing that I saw ultimately really helped a lot of people with their nutrition was to be gluten-free, and which I found very interesting. Even if they didn't have a digestion issue, it ultimately helped them. So make sure you're drinking enough water. Um, I would really watch where all the sugars are coming from. I would do my best to have more raw foods in my nutrition. Um, and, you know, again, that would be the things like instead of cooking the kale, just have sometimes have it, have it raw. And so those are some of the things. Look at the, look at the fresh fruit, the fresh produce, and begin to add that into your daily life as best that you can. Uh, for a lot of people, I would suggest um, cut back on your meat. Meat is very acidic to the body. It can um, add to inflammation of the body. And so just be aware, you know, do your research on your nutrition. Um, and Marsha, I know we've talked about this, and it's it's been amazing through the years that I'm, you know, taught at the center to see people come in with every type of health challenge uh, at that time that had, had come along, um, be it high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, whatever it is. You know, I, I saw people truly move to a state of perfect health. And, wow. and I do believe that. However, I believe it has to be a healing on all levels, mind, body, body, spirit. And so and, 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 mm-hmm. and there's a passage that I've shared with you, I know many, many times that says, And be not conformed to this world, this but world. be ye transformed by the renewing by of your mind. Woo. Yes. And I think that is so important now, that renewing of the mind, because you hear the news over and over and over again with the coronavirus, the numbers, um, how it can be transmitted, how it can't be transmitted. Am I doing the right thing? I'm fearful. I'm, I don't know. Do I wear a mask? Do I wear gloves? Do I wipe things down? Uh, and and you're looking at these people dying, you see the numbers, and the, the sad thing, these people are dying alone, and you really grieve for their families, or their family, loved ones, they're not there to hear the encouraging word or words to say, I need you to pull out of this, or have prayers going on uh, around their bed. So that mindset um, can take control. And even with me, not just with my business, with family members, I have to put on that helmet of salvation to protect the enemy's thoughts because he's going to constantly throw them at you. He's going to constantly throw it at you. What if I get it? Or what do I have? Or what, you know. So we want people to know that battlefield of the mind. I, I love that what you just said, renewing of our mind. But I want to go back to, uh, Jane, on sugar because I know sugar has a profound effect on people's behavior, their moods, their attitudes. And since this um, stay-at-home mandate has been put in place, many people, the police have found a rise in domestic violence. And knowing people who stuck with their loved ones who may be alcoholics or on drugs or children who are ADHD, bipolar, 
and I know you address some of these things. Let's give people little baby steps on how they can have that inner peace and that inner peace in the mind and as well as in the home. Well, that's a great point, Marsha. Um, you know, and one of the things for me that I had to understand for myself in working with other people and their, you know, their nutrition, their emotions, their health, their life, I had to understand first and foremost, I will never change anyone else. Yes. I had to always come back to a point of change my attitude, change my life. And so, you know, I think through all of this, even within the family unit, I believe that if, if we could, let's, let me go back to what I said early. My power is in the present moment. Understand that in every moment I have a choice. I have a choice to get upset, flaw off the handle, argue with somebody that's in the household with me, or just take a deep breath. And hear what they are saying. In other words, communication can be huge in a time like this. And uh, we were actually, we had our our Sunday school lesson this morning. Uh, Something touched on that for me about, uh, it was in James, and we were talking about really the power of our tongue. And the thought came to me, was that God gave us two ears and one mouth for a really good reason. <laughs> you get You know, I mean, really. I guess. So we need yeah. to listen twice as much as we speak sometimes. Right. right. You know? And so I think that the other thing around this with family sometimes is to, is to have some compassion for where someone may be coming from. You may be in a situation where, you know, the husband has lost his job, you know, the wife is dealing with the children, they're all in the same house at this point. You know, they are stressed to the max. They are, you know, there's not been a stress level like this in that household probably ever. Right. Again, let me encourage everyone to please just take a breath, take a breath, and to be in the moment and begin to understand, change my attitude, change my life. That I, I understand that, you know, that job loss is great, but you know what? There may be new doors that are opening that we don't even know yet. Yes. yes. And how to put it out there. You know, you may be able to sit down and to begin to create a whole nother business for yourself. Yes. During this time. You know, to get creative. It may be a husband and wife and say, you know, okay, let's put our heads together. What are your strong points? 
What are your strong points? What is it you really like to do? And and work it from someplace to begin to put some plan in action somehow. You know, because I do believe, I truly believe this, Marcia, we're all going to get through this. And we all are going to have some amazing lessons from this. And I believe there's going to be a lot of good lessons that are going to come from this on all levels. And I do mean that on a global level. Now, that being said, I do do have, uh, wow, such my heart goes out to the families that have lost their loved ones. They haven't been with their loved ones. Um, I, I am. I really feel and have a deep compassion for those people, and my prayers and my thoughts are with them. I pray for their strength. I pray for their peace. And I would say, if we could begin to, as a community, begin to put that out there into this universe that we we live on a beautiful world, a beautiful, and Mother Earth is doing its best to heal itself, and in the process, we are doing some healing. And, Marcia, if I may also just make a point here about families and our words and what we've thought. Through the years that I've spent with people teaching this, there were so many people that would come in and talk about their jobs that, and, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard it, you know, they were unhappy with mm-hmm. their jobs. They they didn't like their mm-hmm. coworker, you know, they didn't like their boss. And of course I was always very careful about, be, be careful about what you say about your job. You know, universe has one answer and that's yes. And, you know, you could mm. be, you know, you could be laid off, you you know, you, you could be promoted to a position you like even less than where you are now, okay? However, the other things that I heard people talk about was that because of their jobs, because of their travel, because of this, they didn't get to spend time with their family. Well, you know what? We have time now. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. And so if if we could begin to look and think about what we've thought about, you know, some people spend more time with their family, but they didn't have time to do that, or they didn't have time for this project. They didn't have time for this project. Well, guess what? Now we got time. So if we could consider the possibility of stopping for the moment and saying thank you, for my family that I've been given. Thank you for the time that I have with my family. Thank you for my job that I did have or that I am creating. You know, I mean, Marcia, you and I are in a situation that we both got up this morning, put our feet on the floor, took a breath, and, you know, we're blessed. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And, you know, one thing I realized, sometimes we make the jobs and um, material things our God and our boss. Everything seems more important to us than our family uh, because we're so busy working, trying to pay the bills, have this, have that. And it can be taken from us within a moment. These people who got this coronavirus, the uh, 
they were sick, and I think less than 12 days, many of these people are deceased. They're no longer here. So this right. battle for the jobs and things like they're just a tool, just like you have a, a hammer or a nail, but we don't elevate those hammers and nails to put structures together in our lives, you know, to put the house together or put, the, you know, the, the boats that help put the car together. We're not worshiping that and loving that. But we have to look at it as a tool. And I love what you said, that this can be a time for creative ideas to say, wait a minute, we need this. We need to let's come up with this business ideas. Let's do this because we see there's a need and we can answer that need. And that need can be another job or another business that we can create out of this madness. And, you know, when um, Moses met with God on the mountain and he saw the burning bush, and God told him to take his feet, his shoes off because he was on holy ground. And Moses said, well, how am I going to, what am I have to go ask the people to be set free? And he said, what do you have in your hand? He said, a rod. So a lot of time, a staff. And so we have to look and see what creative things we have in our hand that has given us that we can use to set ourselves free economically, emotionally, and spiritually. Because it, to me, it's ironic that I noticed this, wait a minute, this plague is going throughout the world just before Passover, and it's a death plague. The last plague in Egypt in order for the Israelites to be set free was a death plague. And what did God tell the Israelite people to do, to bunker in their house? And to have a lamb, the last the Passover supper, have supper with your neighbors, share some with your friends. So we may buckle in our homes, but some of our neighbors' income will not ex- extend for them to have a lot of food or money. So, hey, you made extra food, sister, brother, or hey, neighbor, did you have enough? We had breakfast, and want to know, did you have breakfast? We have plenty of soup over here. Did you have some soup? Um I think this is that season and putting us into our homes so we can take time to know our neighbor and to know each other. Yes. And let me, let me go with that uh, for just a moment, knowing, knowing our family, knowing our neighbor, and knowing ourselves. You know, there's yes. Yes. so many times that, um, you know, and again, we're in a whole other situation now with what's going on in the, in, with this virus, but I met so many people that were caretakers. Caretakers meaning either the mother or the father was taking care of the children, their parents, their grandparents, um, you know, teachers taking care of those classrooms. Um, you know, certainly our doctors, our nurses, God bless them all, you know, caretakers. And, you know, Lord help us. Let's remember, if we don't take care of ourselves, how can we take care of others? Um, yes. So, yes. You, you, you know, loving and approving of the self means to me that I respect myself enough that I am willing, I am willing to look at the things that I'm thinking, the words that I'm speaking, the relationships that I have, 
um, you yes. know, nutrition, all of it, a healthy respect for who we are. And it's very interesting. Uh, I know you and I had talked about Passover, and I read something um, that went something like this about Passover. Every Passover, we too can pass over. We too are giving, given spiritual potential to override our established norms and modes of behavior. Now, if that's wow. not what's happening right now in our world, I don't know what is. That was so that was such a huge statement for me to read that yes. we too yes. you gotta read, you are given you gotta do that again. Yes. Okay. Do that one more so time. It, it, it says it says every Passover we too can quote Passover. We too are given the spiritual potential to override our established norms and modes of behavior. And boy, wow. are I we ever going through that. that now? Yes. I mean, yes. that was I like that. Uh, and, and Passover, of course, oh, my goodness. I, yes, this is going to be quite a different time in Passover. We had our first, you know, our Sunday school class today had our first Zoom class. You know, we haven't gathered in church in weeks, it feels like. And, you know, but I miss my church family. I miss seeing them. And today was the first time I got to see them even by computer and technology. Aren't we blessed to have the technology that we have? I mean, think yes. about some of the yes. things that have changed yes. for businesses and how out of mm-hmm. this that possibly some of these corporations and these businesses are saying, well, you know what, maybe sometimes we can have this much of the staff in and the other ones can be at home working and vice versa. And, yes, we see this can work. You know, I, I still say I believe there's great things that are going to come out of this. But here is, it is that we can, too, pass over and to really I agree. know that we have the potential to override what was what was our norms? What were we doing? You know, our routine as we <laughs> knew it, it's done. You know, mm-hmm. we're in a whole nother routine in our life at this time. You know, never yeah. did I thought yeah. that the things that I was going to the grocery store with uh, gloves and masks and things like that, but but here we are, <laughs> you know. Now, yeah. you know, and I and and and, and I, I know I have shared this with so many people, but it, oh my goodness, my mother when I was a little girl, when something would go haywire in my life, be at school or in the neighborhood, and I'd come home crying, and she'd just look at me and she'd hug me and she'd say, "Honey, this too shall pass." And, wow. and and I didn't yeah. want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that no more than anything. And and looking back, you know, I have to admit she was right. And if all of mm-hmm. us could just stop and take a moment and take a breath and just be in this moment, and if we could look back on our lives at some of the things, all of us have had trials and tribulations in our lives on some level. Mm-hmm. 
this is different. This is different because this goes way beyond our family, way beyond our neighborhood. Again, this is a global reckoning. And this is a time and an awakening. I believe it's a time for a conscious awakening for all of us to have an opportunity. What am I going to think? What am I going to say? What type of person do I want to be today? How do I want to get out of the other behaviors that I had? How do I want to get out of what was the norm for me? Because it is done. We're establishing new things now. And that's and you, that's the reason I wanted to address the fear earlier. You know, to to it, you know, we may have that time of fear and that moment of fear, but are we okay to our, allow ourselves not to stay in the fear? To get into a space to say and and you know I I use affirmations all the time. I yeah, am at peace. Yeah. You know, mm. I, 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 I am love and I send love. I am happy. I am joyful. I'm at peace. You know, that, you know, and when it comes, you know, to the jobs, if I may share an affirmation, Marsha, with anyone and a lot of people are out there looking for their jobs um, coming up and, and how is that going to look? But, you know, one of the affirmations that I always shared uh, about jobs, um, careers, businesses, you know, cl- new clients, is this. I give thanks in knowing that new doors of opportunity open to me with ease, love, and joy. And just be Amen. with that affirmation. Oh, wow. You know, I give mm. thanks. And that's that's the space that I always want to start from, Marsha, is an attitude of gratitude. Thank you, God, for what I have right now. Right now, right now. Thank you, God. So I give thanks in knowing. And then go to that space of knowing. Just stand on it. Just like I go back and I I really love the the part where Mm -hmm. Moses got to the Red Sea. And, you know, just, bam, put, put that. Put that stick down in the water, and God parted that sea. You know, and 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 I, I know I, I talked about this a while back, and I came back to it uh, in thinking about this. What is the Red Sea in your life? What is the Red Sea in yes. your life? You know, and, you know, and do you choose I, to walk through it? Right. Exactly. But that was my favorite part of the of when I do my reading, when I was doing my writing, of my reading, is when they got to the Red Sea and they were panicking. And God told them, the enemy you see today, you will see no more. Be quiet and be still. And that's when he put the rod in the water. And we're so afraid and fearful of this enemy. And I truly believe if we be quiet and be still, and as you said, Change our attitude will change our lives. Um, face everything and rise. You know, the power is in the present moment. Even though we don't feel like we have that power, but we look for a higher power. And he put that in, that rod in the water and it parts. And I have to remind myself of when my stomach feel like I want to get nervous or you get that little nervous feeling down that, wait a minute, what am I, what am I getting nervous about? 
what am I fearful of? And questioning right. myself. And the put you said, I am in that peace. And it has to be spoken. I think a lot of times, like you said, the spoken word is powerful. So to speak those words out is powerful. Absolutely. And and if I may remind all of us that there is another scripture that says, for God hath not the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound sound mind. Okay. The power. Did you hear that? But of power yes. Yes. and power. of love yes. Yes. and of a sound, mm-hmm. sound mind. Oh, you know, and 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 you know, I, I'm 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 hoping and praying mm-hmm. and putting out there as these families are gathered together yes. and really they've had to make some huge adjustments. I know I've talked to several families and, you know, the things that they're having to do to make sure the the children are taken care of, you know, that they were online to do, you know, their schoolwork and, and all the things that they're having to do, these adjustments. Uh, you know, I still go back to that moment of saying, now let's all be together in this moment and take a deep breath and begin to sit and just be still, as you say, be still and see the salvation of the Lord, you know, and to, you know, um, I think that I just feel, I feel like, I really do feel and believe that, that God is, we're going to get through all this. Things have changed. Yes. There's going to be more yes. change. However, yes. I think there's going to be a lot of good change. And let us pray for our nation. Let us pray yes. for our, 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 our leaders. Let us pray for our world. Let us pray for every country. You know, I think sometimes I, I personally love maps. You know, get out a map. Go look at the world. Pray for a country you've never even known of. You know, pray for people that that may or not they may not be facing this right now, but they may not have anything to eat. They may not have enough water, and yet I can go over here and turn my faucet on, and I've got plenty of water. Okay, yes. so yes. I, I yes. think to be able to stop for a moment, let's count our blessings, and when those anxious feelings come up, like like you were talking about, Marsha, and I've been there. I'm telling you, I I, I know I, I, in my lifetime I've I've had my own panic attacks, and I'm like, okay, just just stop. And it always comes back for me personally to just breathe with this, be in this moment, and you know, for me, it, personally, it was about what have I been thinking that I created this situation? Why Why wow. am I feeling this fear? Why am I feeling this yes. anxiety? You know, and so I just have to go again back to what I wrote out a few weeks ago, faith or fear. It is my choice. It is my right. choice. I right. do, I, I hear what's on TV, but you know what, Marcia? I don't have to sit in front of that TV all day long. <laughs> and get mesmerized that's my by that constant toxic. That, that's my choice. Out. You know, I, yes. 
Yeah, I, I can go out and plant some flowers and enjoy the beauty and give thanks for the beauty of those flowers and what God's given us. And, you yeah. know, and I've done that when I got frustrated last week, I wouldn't put my hand in the dirt and I wouldn't uh, got busy. I was in the yard and in the garden and that felt so good and just just took that from me. And I said, oh. I need to do this more more often. Put my hand in the dirt, yeah. into the you know plant and stuff like you said, and that is so important. But you know, I want our listening audience to know we know this is not an easy task. So we're going to take one step at a time, and as Jane says, start with drinking water, um, eliminating sugar, eliminating gluten, and you're going to be surprised. Not just from the inner peace that you're going to get, the outer peace that you'll be having with each other. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. We're on the D-Hour Network, and we have the great pleasure having Miss Jane Holmes on, and we're going to be right back.
I'm your host, Marsha Patterson, and we're talking about emotional recovery, but how we can get ourselves in that mind, body, and space of healing. And we have Ms. Jane Ho on, Holmes. we're going to talk about the emotional stress people are feeling during this time for the coronavirus. All right, Jane, I still love, I'm, I'm, I'm going to repeat this. I love that when you say changing my attitude change my life can change my life and I love that because we can lash out we can be angry we can be mad at Donald Trump we can be mad at the government we can just be mad at everybody but that's not going to accomplish anything in the world that we're in and inside our heart in that space of forgiving loving and praying for one another my mom my grandmother used to say when she used to wake up, thank you, Lord, for waking me up in my right mind. <laughs> As a kid, I remember that. I couldn't yes. figure out yes. what she was talking about. But being in that right mind and that right space, and she used to say that all the time. And she lived to be 105. And when she died, she said, I'm ready to go home. And she did. And wow. the mindset of us, because the, the battlefield is in the mind. And if we can control that, it control our heart, our feelings, and because it has a whole bunch of, like you said, the cells. Our cells have memories, and it's going to remember the toxic that we're feeding that. So let's talk a little bit more about the cells and how it's feeding us and making it worse. That makes us sick because that fear can make us well, more sicker than the situation. Yes, yes, yes. The stress, the anxiety, the fear. And, you know, all of those emotions, regrets, anger, unforgiveness, you know, blaming someone else, or, or it, it just does not serve a good purpose in our life to stay in those negative emotions. And so, it, first of all, I, 
for me, again, I had to be okay with it's time for me to recognize and stop and see what am I actually feeling? What What is yes. this? And identify that, okay, you know what, look, I'm angry. That's all there is to it. I'm angry. I'm upset and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, what can I do about that? Well, you know, I'm I'm not the person that's going to come up with the vaccine for all of this, but I do have my home. I do have my family, you know, and how can I not be in anger, you know, and, and it affect everybody in the household because everybody's going to feel that. And the cells feel that the cells of the body yes. feel that anger. It feels the regret, yes. the, all, all of those negative emotions. And so it affects us on all level when we stay in those types of emotions. So it is first, it does start with just recognizing, okay, I accept, you know, I got upset about this. You know, this just did not sit well with me. And, you know, I don't like it that I lost my job. I don't like it that, you know, this, that, and the other, and we're having to stay at home and do this. Um, But I I still want to say, you know, how can I just stop and take a breath with that? Take time for yourself. Everybody just please take time for yourself. You know, there's a great saying I heard many, many years ago, let there be in our togetherness. And especially right now, even in the household, if that means that you just step outside by yourself, take a deep breath and just know that, first of all, you can take a deep breath. That's Mm -hmm. a blessing, Marsha. Right, you right, know, right. That we have breath to take. And when we can stop and notice, you know, and I, I know it may sound cliche now, but to stop and smell the roses, to look at that rose and to look at the power in that rose <laughs> and to watch it bud out. As you were talking about being in your garden. I mean, I've been watching the buds for days and now they're just popping out, you know, and I'm like, wow. Yes. There is Beautiful. life. And yeah. when there is life, there is hope. And find some place, something within you. We all have it deep, deep inside. I believe, personally, I, I, I just, I believe the goodness in all of us. You know, and yes. that, that's just me. I, I just want to look for the goodness in all of us, um, and to know that, uh, you know, I am blessed, and that we're going to come through this. And I want to encourage everybody to really think about. Not only about what they're they're thinking, what they're saying, what they're eating, how they are acting and reacting toward others, because um, boy, our our as my mother used to tell me, you know, your actions speak louder than words. So that how am I reacting to others? Um, you know, and and begin to do things and consider the possibilities. It may be that you start leaving little notes for your spouse. You know, mm-hmm. during the day or when they get up in the morning, you leave a note. Uh, you know, t- take a salt bath sometime. You know, that's a really good healing uh, space is to take a really, really good salt bath and to nourish your body and take care of yourself. And the other thing I want to point out that I have done for years and taught for years and now have really – done it in a whole nother business for myself is to think about the energy that's in your home 
um, and all the, yes. the stress and things that's been going on in the home. And one of the things I, I do is I actually go into people's homes and help them detox their homes with essential oils, prayers, blessings, sage, because you do not want that energy to get stuck in your home. So it's going to be yes. really, yes. really, really important to really begin to think about that, and that's that definitely is something that I do, and I help people with that. And so it's that's been a huge blessing for me to be able to help people in their homes and to help declutter their homes and to help detox their homes and cleanse the energy and start fresh. Let's start fresh. Let's look and know that we all are going to have a fresh start through this. And, you know, our children are watching. We've got so many of the kids at home, and parents are really stressed out with the parents. And the kids are looking at your parents' face, their emotion, and, you know, they become fearful because that energy, like you said, if you come into a home with that energy of rage and anger, it, it just fills the room up. And it feels in the energy. And so you're right. Step back, go outside, smell the rose, because those babies are watching us as adults and how we react because we're teaching them about, with our emotions and how we're training them to say what Jesus said. I can only do what I see my father do. So the kids are seeing us act with rage or anger, but if they see that peace and love and calmness, it's going to pass on to the next generation. We want that to pass on because those babies didn't want to be in home all day long. I know they want to be in their school, interacting with their friends, uh, being in a sports arena with the other families and friends. You know, hey, we want to do that with each other and with our children, but I think it's important for us to give our children a lesson to say, okay, we don't have the jobs. We don't have what we, you know, the money that was coming in, but we have each other. And that's much more important. And showing each other that love during this time to build us up as a family and a people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, another good point um, around that is could we parents consider the possibility of taking a lesson from our children to have that childlike spirit? to have that inner child that says, I want to play, I want to have fun, and to help to lighten the burdens of this and to know that, you know what, laughter is really a great medicine, Marsha, you know, and how can we have, you know, some fun and learn from the children, you know, and to really enjoy that time together. So. I um, I know I know and here and we're all we're all in this together to really get through it and to support each other and as I said I'm just going to stay in a space of believing there that there is a great good for so many 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 people worldwide that's going to come from this for our earth for our nation for our communities and for us as individuals. I, I stand in agreement wholeheartedly with you on that, and that you, you're bringing out so many great points from the emotional side, from fear, 
And you said anger. Anger um, affects what part of the body? Because you said fear affects the kidney, and anger affects what part of the body? I'm the li- the liver. The liver. The liver. So and yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we have so many people that are home with their family members that are alcoholics, ADHD, sure. bipolar, schizophrenic, sure. and so dealing with those emotional as well as a mental illness. Uh, and it's very hard. We're not gonna. We're not um, making light of this to say, well, you know, we can deal with it. No, it is very, very hard to deal with. That's a, that's very that that presents very difficult situations, and and yet still, you know, through it all, we the rest of the family, if someone is dealing with those mental issues. You know, each one of us can still stand to say, you know, I, I can I can do so much for others, and yet I must take care of myself too. You know, and and to have compassion and patience. Oh my goodness, patience can go so long. And you know, quite honestly, I believe in prayer. I I believe in prayer, and yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I, 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 I believe in calling on God and to, you know, there's a, there's a passage that is in Psalms that says, trust in the Lord and do good. You know, for me, it didn't say trust in the Lord and then sit down. <laughs> it's trust in the Lord and do good. You know, and so what good can I do? Is Does that mean that if somebody in my family is having that panic attack and, you know, they're, you know, they're m- mentally, you know, on edge with everything, how can I just trust in the Lord and, and, and do good in that moment? Can I be patient? Can I be compassionate? Can I stop and take a breath and say a prayer? And, and and just be with that. Um, I mean, it, it certainly touched my family, and um, right. so I, I I know a little bit about that about you know having compassion when someone is 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 having that mental breakdown, and to you know just trust and to be with that, and to know that um, that that we can get help. And I believe that there there are great professionals out there that that you know are available for counseling, um, and and I think people need to draw on that. that. You know, go to the professionals, call them. You know, this is a time to to reach out. And and I, for anyone that may be listening, Marcia, you know my my phone line is open. If if I can help yes. and be of service to anyone, I am here. This is what I'm about, um, and and so I just want to put that out there to to your listeners also. And you know, and Jane, you know, cleaning our homes. You know, I never thought about that until another time. I bought a house when I was in Wisconsin, and I had a dream after I bought the home that it was a spirit attached to that house. And when I moved in there, I saw that spirit acting out through my children and their personalities and the challenges they were going through. And had I known what I know now, I would have I'd actually start trying to um, 
purge the house, you know, clean the house and things like that. But I truly believe this is a spiritual battle, and we have to learn how to fight this in a spiritual battle because it will win if we don't stand up and take our rightful place as a, as a child of God um, in prayer. I truly believe that. And we have to know that he is much greater than anything that's stirring up in this world. His power, right. his strength, his love, it overcomes, exceeds everything that we can even go through here. And putting that blood or the symbolic of the blood or anointing yourself to allow this to pass over. I, I can't get over this, that this thing is wiping through, the, going through the world around Passover. That The government is telling people all over the world to bunker in their homes. And he told us right. to bunker in our home. And that right. is, that is mind-boggling to me. It's like, oh, my goodness, we're fulfilling a prophecy here. But I think the greatest prophecy to do and commandment that he says to love one another, do this, love each other. Love each other. He said, Absolutely. I'm greater than Yeah. yeah. He said, greater than love he each other. in me than he that is in the world. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because and you know, and you know, Marcia, as you were talking about that, I'm reminded. To for me, I truly believe that only God knows my time when I will leave this world. Whether, however yes. that may be, and at this point, I I I believe that you know we've been told to shelter in place and. You know, I'm going to do that. I'm I'm not one of those that's going to be, you know, you know, well, just stupid about it and just go do anything like we've seen. You know, some folks have done. I'm going to do what I feel I need to do to take care of me mm-hmm. because I'd yes. like to live a very long, fruitful, and healthy life. So, you know, I'm not about tempting fate either. But at the same time, I want to make sure, and I can say this, I know you and I have had this conversation, let's make sure our calling and election <laughs> is sure. Okay? Yeah. So for those, mm-hmm. you know, um, for those that, you know, may not know that, I pray for your soul. I pray yeah. for the health of you, of you on all levels. And you know, I'm I'm not so sure that I'm I'm really shocked that we're here at Passover now. Mm -mm. This is going to be a huge symbol, Marsha, for a lot of people in this world. But just remember, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to look at our ways and our behavior, and to. I'm sorry. Okay. I, you dropped off. Repeat that because I didn't hear that. I, somebody I said, I said on I, we, do have, we do have an opportunity, I believe, mm-hmm. to have our own Passover. Yes. You know, in our yes. own lives to yes. change. Yes. And as I said, yes. you know, to override, to pass over, to look at our behaviors to look at what has been mm. normal for us 
and how that has mm-hmm. changed. And so I'm, I, you know, look, it's God's wisdom. I'm not, I'm not so surprised that this is the time of year that that we're in, and I believe this is a time for reflection and for mm-hmm. us to begin to know that um, there there is better than this. Now, yes. Say that there is better than this, and that than as this. a conscious awareness, you know, our whole world having a conscious awareness of where we are, what we're doing, and how can we bring about peace in our life, uh, peace in our world. There, again, yeah. I, I think it's just going to be amazing to see the things that are going to come about from this. And that, again, let me say, as we talked about earlier, the the loved ones that we have lost, the, it's yeah. just been, oh, I, I know there's just so much sadness uh, around that to not be with them. And I, again, want to really say let's keep our health care professionals, our caretakers, our yes. doctors, our nurses, everyone that is on the front line fighting this, everywhere that they are, let's keep them in our prayers and send them love and protection, protection. Let's put them, you know, in the power of God's protection too. And yes. Um, yes. we have a lot to be grateful for, uh, Marsha. We really do that we have people that are willing willing every day they have put their life on the line for someone else now that is loving your neighbor it is it is it is and it's and we're so powerful and not only that those nurses my neighbor um he works at the hospital and those nurses are stressed they're afraid they have families uh they're working with little to no equipment uh the equipment's not working and they're fearful. And so what can we do? You know, he said they barely have time for lunch. You know, if you can make sure the nurses have lunch, people can come together and put their money together to pay for their lunch for them or um, sending them some type of support or love. Let people know we care and we, we're not taking you for granted and that we, we appreciate you being on the front line. And, you know, if you know someone that's a nurse or a doctor, someone's in the medical field, officers, fire people, the fire station people, they're on the front line. You know, um, help out with their families with meals or whatever support we can to say, we got you, we support you, and we love you, and we thank you for this. And and like you said, because as this pass over us, maybe this pass over brings us back to have peace in our own homes, peace in our community. Peace across the world so we can look for that inner peace. And that inner peace starts within us and in our homes. So hopefully we can learn to have peace with the people that's closest to us that we give them, moms who give them birth to, you know, have peace with their children, have peace with their husbands. So bring that peace that's in the house so it can flow out of the house into the community and into our jobs and around us. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, peace. Uh, I think that um, that that reminds me of another verse. It says, "The Lord will give strength unto His people. The Lord will bless His people with peace." Yes, yes. 
And that will take away the fear, and we have nothing to be fearful of because he is in control of everything. So we're going to take right. another break. Um, we'll be right back on the D-Hour Network with Miss Jane Holmes. <laughs>
All right, you're back with the D-Hour Network. I'm Marsha Patterson, your host of For Your Health. If any of you guys have listened to my previous blog talk show, Yesterday's Kitchen for Today and For Your Health is to bring information and bring um, empower to you for better health, for your family, through food, through spiritual way, because I truly believe that is the way. Our body is just like any, it's like a machine. It's what we feed it, both in our mind and body and soul, to be healthy. So we have to feed our thoughts, uh, our, the words that come out of our mouth, how we interact with other people, operating in the spirit of love will give us a peace within ourselves. And that's what we want people to have during this time of this plague that's sweeping across the world that we got to have that peace that passes all understanding. We can't understand why we're at peace, but we know that the Heavenly Father has allowed this to happen. And if he allows it to happen, everything is in control, and we have to trust him for this. I know many people have lost their jobs, um, their home with their children. I've heard so many parents say, oh, my God, I can't wait for the school to start. They're driving me nuts. They're driving me nuts. But... No, we're going to have to be a good example because my thing is we don't know what's next for the future, for the next generation. Teaching our children how to survive, how to be strong, not to give up, not to operate in fear. And the only way they're going to learn is by our example, the examples we put before them. Do you agree with me on that, Jane? Absolutely. And I think, Marsha, that brings up another word for me, the, you know, what – what is my intention for the day? You know what, and I think that if I can begin to really look at that and set my intentions for the day, and think about that, talk about that maybe to the family as a as a unit, you know, and really hear people how how can we stay focused and what are our intentions um, that we you know. Would would have for the day. Set it up, you know. And yes. I really, I, I think, you know, I, I hear you again about the children, and wow, I, I, I feel, I, I feel for our children. I, I know um, that I have several families that I, I'm, I'm close with, and some of the things they're having to do, you know, around mm-hmm. the children that just is totally obviously was not their schedule. That was not the norm (laughs) of how their day was going to be running, you know. And so um, I think it it is definitely a reminder for me that the only thing constant in life is change. And, you know, this this may be for many of us um, to really uh, take a moment and, understand how do we really deal with change in our life and what does that mean to us absolutely that is so important now um another thing i'm going back to nutrition what would you suggest you talked about sprouting food and things like that to help people build their immune system up because this thing ravished people they attached themselves to you know if your your immune system isn't built up, it cannot fight from the inside. So I know you got uh, when you were the director at the Living Food Institute, juicing is very important. Um, 
sprouting uh, fermented foods. Can you kind of cover, and I know you talked about water and cutting gluten out. So just give families something simple. I know um, you can buy sprouted. Yeah, I know because I bought some sprouted uh, food at Whole Foods, and I know at the international market in DeKalb sells a lot of sprouted food. So share with people some of the simple things that they can do that won't cost break the bank on them at this point. Well, you know, I think I think one uh, for me, uh, a very simple one has been, you know, go to your greens, um, the the your greens, be it your broccoli, be it, um, you know, the kale, um, what you know, greens, dark green leafy vegetables, um, I think have a great support for you know the immune system. Um, but, and, and just remember, I do think that we have more nutritional value when we will eat some of those greens raw. So, I mean, you, do you ever have like a raw kale salad, Marsha? All the time. Yes, ma'am. All the time. Yeah. You know, your spinach, uh, your kale, your collards. You know, yes. Um, yes. so, you know, that that would definitely be one. I think there's value um, in other things, um, in some of the, the, the fruits, you know, when you think about your vitamin C, you know, and where to get your, your some of the fruits that that, um, that we have access to. I will say I have always felt that garlic was yes. a huge natural antibiotic um um it 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 can you know it's been known to help with blood pressure um great for the immune system um and but again now i I mean that by raw garlic so just cut some garlic up um throw it in salad throw it on some of your food more raw rather than cooking of the garlic um, I have even taken garlic in, uh, several times in my lifetime and just chopped it up and, you know, uh, put it, you know, put it on a spoon and just eat it. If there was something that I could mm-hmm. recognize that was beginning to happen. So I think raw garlic is a really good food um, for the immune system. Um, you know, ginger has some great values, um, you know, so those would be. Um, some of the ones that I'm, you know, I'm, I really go to would be the dark green leafy vegetables, your, um, you, you know, your garlic, uh, some of the other herbs that are that are out there, you know, and again, shopping the outer aisle of the of the of the grocery yes, store. Grocery store. Um, I, <clears throat> I think is is a really good rule of thumb. Um, to to know how to, to really look at, at that instead of going into uh, you know the 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 can the box the frozen. Now again, that being said, we're in a whole another situation right now, and that right. I'm going to say to everybody, let's do the best that we can, and that truly is how I live my life, Marcia. In every mm-hmm. moment, I do the best I know to do in that moment because here's, the, here's how it goes. I can't do something I don't know how to do. 
Correct. If I'm not educated about nutrition, which I I didn't grow up knowing about raw and living foods, that that was not anything I grew up knowing about. I grew up in South Georgia. I grew up eating, you know, everything cooked. You know, I grew up eating (laughs) every meat known to man and some not known to man. And, you know, I just, you know, I grew up in the South. It was the biscuits, the gravy. Oh, man, give me milk gravy and I was good to go. You know, and I didn't know. I didn't know. And it was my mother did the best that my mother knew to do and how she was taught. And then later I was taught a different way. But we can't do better if we don't know better. Know better. Correct. For me, when I understood, you know, differently about nutrition, then I had an opportunity to change and, I believe, Mm -hmm. a responsibility to change. Wow. And so just remember that I do the best I know to do in the moment that I'm in. Okay? And so mm-hmm. I, I, I just want everybody, you know, be gentle with yourself when you're looking at your food and how to do this and how to do that. And, you know, for goodness sakes, just just don't get anxious about the nutrition. Just know now that there are some things that you might want to consider doing that might be a better way for uh, around nutrition. Um, and there, like I said, there are plenty, plenty, plenty of great raw recipes out there and just about better nutrition and how to allow ourselves to um, consider the possibilities, even make it a family time of getting in there yeah. and working on maybe, maybe even if you just start once a week, maybe there's a once a week that the family gets together and they, they, they start on a new recipe something new and it and get the kids involved maybe the kids could help select you know something that they maybe want to you know try out and I, I think that's you know one way to to be able to get in there and, and work with it but you know right now again everybody's got to do what they have to do with what the stores have right now and what we can prepare and just know going forward that it's okay to consider looking at what, you know, what, what, what our nutrition is like. Remember, we have an opportunity to do better. That's, that's how exactly. I want to look at this. I have an opportunity to do something in my life that's going to be better than maybe where I was. A little bit at a time. Like I said, was it just baby steps? You know, I'm very careful. Um, I think there's um, about nuts and seeds. Uh, I think there's there's some. Um, I always always felt that almonds were a good mm-hmm. choice for me. Um, so mm-hmm. just I don't I don't look at going overboard with nuts. Um, there's a value for some of the snacks you may consider. Um, you know, we used to make almond butter. So instead of using and buying peanut butter, there was a great recipe out there for making almond butter that was pretty simple. Um, so, you know, I would say that those definitely are, you know, some of the things to look at. And if I might, um, Marsha, around help, um, make another suggestion about sleep. Mm-hmm. Really, Ooh, really important. Girl. Yes, yes. 
Yes. You know, and yes. in this time that we're in, oh my goodness, the the folks that they're just not getting any sleep. They're getting very little sleep, and yes. that certainly does not add to the health of the body. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people are in a situation, and we know, mm. we know, we see them on TV that they are working. 12, 14, 15, 18 hours. I mean, I, I was watching mm-hmm. something the other day, and, and, you know, their days, they don't even know what day it is. And, <laughs> you know, I would say for those that we are in a situation where we are in the home, you know, as much as possible, I think staying on some semblance of a schedule is good for us. Um, and good good sleep is going to help get through this time when we get stressed. Sleep is important. So, it is. I, and I, I know I'd mentioned earlier about taking a salt bath. You know, um, I like to use uh, Himalayan salt. You know, your Epsom salt oh. is good. But yeah. Sometimes yeah. a really good salt bath. Um, you know, I, I love essential oils. I use them. You know, get something that feels relaxing to you, be it lavender is, is one that's most popular, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and really, you know, I, I, diffuse, I diffuse the essential oils in my home. Um, I'll put mm-hmm. them on and just and really take some good deep breaths of them. You know, learn about ways that you can begin to you know, let your mind relax before you go to bed. And, and quite honestly, you know, and it's, you know, I've had my moments with it too, but it's, it is definitely recommended, you know, turn the TV off, quiet the mind, you know, and, um, you know, uh, I have, um, you know, there's apps on our phone for, you know, different sounds that we can hear at night, be it a white noise or some soothing something to help with rest is going to be important. And certainly it's going to be important for children, you know, and mm-hmm. to really, really um, help them um, through this also. You know, and I always felt like um, that even just getting out and taking a walk is a really good Exercise. I mean, at this point, of course, all the gyms are closed, and Correct. not all of us have gyms in our homes. Um, but we can get out and just take a walk, and that's been very interesting for me too, because I, I'm, I'm right at Piedmont Park, and oh my goodness, you know, it's been it's been quite fun actually to see families you know, on their bikes, you know, mom, dad, and a couple yes. of kids. And yes. and, and yes. I would venture yes. to say, and, and they're doing it, of course, during the week, and, you know, they it's probably a time in their life that maybe, maybe that same family got to ride together like that as a family unit, maybe one time over the weekend. And now here they have the opportunity, you know, during the day, you know, now they can get out and go. So, you know, I know that's a change, but just to know that even if you walk around your block, it's, you Mm -hmm. know, of course, let's keep the safe distance that they're recommending, Um, but to get out and to breathe and to walk. And as you're walking, um, 
an exercise that someone um, shared with me many, many years ago was to take um, like about the first five minutes of a walk and don't talk. You know, if somebody's with you, there's no talking. And you just, as you go through that walk, the only thing that you want to do is observe and observe everything that you see, the trees, the flowers, the grass, um, just look and observe, you know, you know, I've been out planting in the garden and oh my goodness, you know, the amount of earthworms that we have around here is amazing, but you know, are there little, <laughs> little birds around you, you know, notice and observe. And do that for about five minutes as you're walking. The next five minutes, you want to really listen. Just listen to everything that you hear. The the birds Mm. are just singing amazingly out out here. And it's just just, uh, wonderful to to hear that and hear uh, different sounds. And do that for about five minutes. And then for the next five minutes after that, then... Go to your sense of smell and see if there's mm. things that you can smell. Yes. You know, as you're walking by, there's many, many uh, places around here that have flowers that are and, and different, different flowers and things growing on fences. Stop and smell them. What can you really, really smell? And as you're going through all this, one of the things in this exercise is to give thanks. Give thanks that, first of all, that you have the sight to see where you're going, that you have the feet to walk where you're going, that you have the breath to take in to go, you know, that you have the hearing to hear the birds, you know, a sense of smell to smell, you know, and to, uh, again, it's an attitude of gratitude. Remember what I said earlier. Attitude Change my yes. attitude, change my life. Change my an life. Attitude, yes. An attitude of gratitude, mm. you know, and to be grateful for everything that we see, we feel, we touch, you know. And um, so those are some of the things that, you know, I, I have found very, you know, useful in my life. Um, it, and if someone is, is in a situation, you mentioned earlier, uh, Marsha, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that some people may be in a household with someone that has habits, be it alcohol or, or smoking or, or whatever it may be at this time, mm-hmm. you know, that this may be a time that, um, you know, someone may want to consider um, quit smoking. Um, right. As, as that, that may sound crazy to some folks in, in this time that, you know, that with all the stress that's happening. But I, I can say that in all honesty because there was a time that I smoked in my life. And mm-hmm. there was a time that I quit smoking in my life. And I'm very grateful that I did that many, 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 many years ago. Um, so, again, to have and use this time as going inward, that the truth is, as we said earlier, Marsha, we we do not have control of where all this is going. I do have right. control over me. 
Okay. Right. right. And so right. in in every moment I have opportunity to choose what it is I'm going to believe, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to put out, what I'm going to speak to other people. I have control of that. I have control of what I put in my own body. I have control right. whether or not I get out and I go take a walk. I have control whether or not I'm going to sit down on my sofa and eat two boxes of chocolate bonbons. Okay? <laughs> yes, yes. You got yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I you know, that's, you know, so, but this may be an opportunity for some people to say, okay, this is time I let go of this habit. You know, this is time I let go of what I was doing. I, I, I need to stop and, and really consider what I have been doing and how I have been thinking. And, you know, I do believe that this is a time for many people will go through a spiritual awakening and, yeah. you know, and, and change their life. And that that it may be that there's going to be people that decide that, um, you know, they may choose to fellowship with a church uh, more than what they have been um, because this this is awakening. This is a huge awakening for all of us. All of us are going through some type of an awakening in our life. I truly believe that. And yes. um, I, I think that we're going to learn from each other. I'm going to, as I always have, Marsha, I'm going to learn from you. And I pray there may be something that I can share with you and others that they can, oh, yes, can learn and take in their own life you know, that will help us be better in every area of our life. Look, I believe that life really is meant to live well. And I believe that it it is about understanding what do we deserve in our life. Um, I, I've had people in time past, you know, that would tell me, I, well, I, don't, I just don't know that I deserve to be loved in my life. And the more they think wow. that they don't deserve love, the more that they will have. And that is the law of what we think. The more I think about what I don't want, the more of it I will have. I'm going to receive. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. The more yes. of what I think about what I don't want, the more of it I will have. Because remember what it says in Isaiah. It says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not mm. return to me void, to me but void. it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So that yes. is yes. about yes. the power of our words. And I, I words. strongly yes. believe that. Our words have power, you know, and, yes. and just start with that simple, those simple thoughts, I am at peace. And when we talk yes. about affirmations, Marsha, it's not about, oh, one day I guess I'm going to be, I'll be peaceful in my life one day. That That is way out there and it mm-hmm. never happens. That's the future. And we never see that. I've got to begin to somewhere, somehow, Begin to bring this into the moment. My power is in 
the present moment. The present. My powers in the present moment. You know, I am at peace. I am happy. I am joyful. I am blessed. I am strong. You know, and yes. you know, yes. to just to be with that, and to know whatever I speak out today begins to create my next step, and my next step, and my next step. You know, There's and draw on the higher power. Right. There's a book when you're speaking about your words and power. I am. I am that I am. And he, God is whatever he wants us to be. When he, Moses asked, what is your name? He said, I am. I'm your teacher. I'm your doctor. I'm your lawyer. I'm, what, I'm your mother. You got no mother? I'm your mother. You have no father? I'm your right. father. But there was a little book that I had, and this little book was so powerful to me, called Hung by the Tongue. About the power of hung your by tongue the tongue. And the, yeah. Hung by the tongue. Yeah, and yeah. that we're hanging up our own life with crucifying and killing our dreams, our hopes, our future by what we speak. And right. we want people, even in this, this time that seems to be very dark, to see the light in this by what you speak and how you walk this out. This is a test, and we need to be able to pass this test by how we speak how we treat each other, how we love each other, that's going to be your test. This is a test, and we need to pass this as a people, as a family, as a community, as a nation of loving, reaching, and caring for each other in right. spite of all that's going on and to give ourselves hope. And like you said, we this will pass. This truth shall pass. Yes, yes. And, you know, I think, um, as I said, I believe that this will bring a spiritual awakening for a lot of people. And 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 for those, um, I, like you, Marcia, that you have great faith, I'm, I'm going to venture to say that it's probably increased your faith. You know, it will increase your prayer life. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. making me see the scriptures come alive. It's like, oh, my goodness, I read this. This is happening in my lifetime. This is happening before, you know, you're just seeing things. But the fact is, it's causing me, too, to have faith, to walk by faith, not by fear, to stand on his word and not to be fearful. So that is my test for me, you know, when it's first, I'm, oh, what am I going what am I fearful of? What do I have to right. do? I have to stand on his word. Well, you know, and, and let us just take a moment and remember that faith, you know, the definition, one definition of faith, complete trust or confidence complete trust. in someone mm-hmm. or something. A complete trust in or confidence in someone or something, faith. And I think... There's a there's a, a saying that I have that um, we're facing the unknown with the unseen. Right, we're facing the unknown. We're facing with the, the unseen. unknown with the unseen, 
And yes. to me, that is walking by faith. Mm. You know, we we, mm. we, yes. we don't know. You know, uh, no, we don't. There's a song that you know we sing in my church. You know, I I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds my hand. Oh. You know, yes. and yes. and yes. and you know, just to know that um, all of us, all of us, have every moment an opportunity to make changes you know mm-hmm. to to um really observe where we are what we're thinking what we're speaking where we're going what we're doing are we going to be angry at the government i i just want to encourage everybody at this time let's lay aside anything around anger with you know mm-hmm. the powers that be in our own nation and other nations the greatest thing that we can do right now is to come into a space of unity of love and harmony and say, God bless them that are having to make these decisions, you know, be it, you know, from, you know, be it your mayor or your governor or your senators. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's mind boggling to think about all the decisions worldwide that are having to be made every day. And all Mm -hmm. I can say is, thank you, God, it's not me. But the greatest thing (laughs) I can do is pray for them. Let's pray for them. You know, quit any, you know, bickering over this, that, and that, and then this policy and that policy. Can we just pray for guidance, for wisdom, and for protection for the leaders of our world? You know, it doesn't Correct. mean we agree yeah. with them, but for us to get yeah. angry at them. Do you know what anger can do? Anger is like you drinking the poison, hoping it's going to kill somebody else. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, what good does it do to stay in anger? You know, unforgiveness, it, it, that's, that's just huge in so many people's lives, you know. So let's just look at the things that we're thinking, the things that we're feeling. And, you know, I guess I go back to something early on that I had to learn. I give myself permission to let it go. Mm. I give to myself release the past. permission to let permission it go. Permission to let it go and to release the past, mm. you know, instead of being stuck in it or angry about it. That I give myself permission. I give myself permission to be at peace. I give myself permission to love my neighbor. Permission. Yes. To that pray for powerful. Our yes, mm-hmm. that is powerful to pray for our nation. And I just want uh, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord. The plan and welfare is not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And we have to trust those words um, and stand on those words, stand on his on the spirit of love because anger, rage would not accomplish anything but more disasters and more heartaches. We, but we want to operate and move forward through this phase of the coronavirus, whatever, unemployment, sickness, Bring that peace and love because there has been studies showing prayer has been so powerful 
for dying people, the brain or the soul, it's something people can, they can feel that, that someone's praying for them. The energy of prayer really makes a difference. So if we all collectively come together as a nation, as a household, and pray for each other, there can be a change. Yes. Yes. And and just remember that you know we got we we got to put it out there and and first and foremost I, I've got to to recognize that for me I truly believe this my feeling is this love heals all it, it love can heal relationships love can heal mm-hmm. our community um, and I think. You know, I think that I have seen people be more loving. I've had I've had neighbors tell me, "Look, if you need something, you call me." And I'll say, "Vice versa, yes. if you need something, call me." And you know, we've been here for years. You know, and and here mm-hmm. we are in a situation that actually, and and I've, I've thought about it. And that's a whole other discussion. What is it that I'm doing differently now, Marcia, that I wasn't doing before? You know what? I, I, you know to go to my neighbor's door and knock on their door and say, "Is there something I can help you with?" I never would have done that. I never had done that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's mm-hmm. my neighbor. Mhm. And you know, I you have know, always been the, I've always been the person that if someone lives next to me, I need to know your name. <laughs> I need to know you. Right. And our neighbor across <laughs> right. the street. <laughs> I just can't say hi. I go, hey, what's your name? Oh, oh I'm Marcia. Oh, you know. And my daughter, she, she she always made fun. I would not know my neighbor if it wasn't for my mom, you know, because she brings people together. But the neighbor uh, put on Facebook that he think he had the coronavirus or he was sick and he was quarantined himself. So I text him and say, okay, I have some fermented cabbage. I have some fermented garlic and honey. Uh, I have some bone broth, what do you need? And I took all three over there and little gift bag, left it at the door, knocked on the door, and he came out and got it. So that's what yeah. we can do. We kept our distance, but we, we gave the love from a distance. Absolutely. So um, that's what I'm recommending. recommending. Now, Jane, give people information on how they can reach you to have their purging of the house, cleaning, or any type of help. I know you are fantastic about nutrition, the spiritual aspect, uh, give them the information how they can reach you. Thank you so much, Marsha. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, Let me give you my phone number. Uh, It is 678-488-7566. And again, that's Jane Holmes at 678-488-7566. You can text me. You can call me. Um, just always refer back to this show with Marsha, that that's how you found out about me. And please call me. Uh, let me know what I can do for you. I'm here to serve and help you in any way that I can. I am truly, truly grateful for you taking out time. Um, you know, we're going to connect again because actually I got some other stuff brewing in the back of my head. So I'm going to give you a call later this week. <laughs> But, you know, I just love the idea of what you do uh, because I know people need this and we want people to understand that there's peace and that peace passes all understanding and that is in Yeshua, Jesus Christ, 
and that we as a people love each other and come together as a family. So we're locked in as a family because we're a family of God, and so we need to look out for each other and care for each other. So the information Jane gave you was great information about how we can make some changes, but we can only do it in the moment. Uh, We give ourselves permission to make these changes and to go and to live our lives loving each other, making these changes. I changed my attitude. I changed my life. So we want people to have that spirit and work in that operation. Jane, thank you so much. I wish everyone a happy, safe week. We'll be back next week on For Your Health Blog Talk. Jane, thank you so much. Thank you, Marcia. Many blessings to you. Many blessings to you, too.